vengeance after being absent last week. My kid is also back with a vengeance. <laughs> <laughs> this is the podcast about all things travel, be it food, what to pack for your next trip, or your next exotic destination. And with me today is my co-host, Tanya. Hello there. How you doing, Kristen? And- Missed you last week. Yeah, Thank we did. You. Thank you. I miss being here with you guys. That was Zen who piped up right there. Yep, yep. <laughs> Greetings and salutations to all. Yeah, great. <laughs> okay, That's very, very formal greetings. So, yeah, right. I, it's a variation of Charlotte's Web. Oh, now we want to go watch the movie. Yeah, so uh, Charlotte's, uh, Charlotte says uh, salutations. And it's like, I don't know what that means. It's like, salutations is my way of saying greetings is another way of saying greetings. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. I feel really dumb. <laughs> no, no. I mean, I just always loved the way she introduced herself. And so I like whenever, like, actually, when I play video games with my friends online, I, like, I'll get onto the voice chat and I'll say greetings and salutations. <laughs> yeah, it's just a web story behind it. Yeah, it's the way I enter a room. Oh, very good. I might steal that from you. Sounds fun. Okay, so. Oh, back to our podcast. So uh, as many of the listeners know, we work at a university. And because of that, we all work with a lot of young colleagues. Some of them are just starting to travel around the world. And since our podcast crew has lots of experience traveling, well, they often ask us, I know, for like newbie travel advice, like where to go, what to pack, what to do. And typically, we tend to offer suggestions for the more seasoned travelers. But today, we thought it would be fun to offer up nine suggestions for our less experienced globe totters. Trotters, not totters. (laughs) (laughs) Globe toddlers. I think toddlers. toddlers. (laughs) I'm thinking potatoes. But before we get rolling, a quick message for our awesome sponsor. Meet Us in Paris is sponsored by the University of California, Irvine Division of Continuing Education. Do you have an educational goal? At UCI DCE, we're here to help. With over 60 certificate programs available, we've helped over a quarter million students reach their goals, and we can help you reach yours too. You can find us at ce.uci.edu. Dream big, take risks, be amazing. Okay, I'm going to start out. Okay. Okay, so this is one of the weirdest ones I've ever had, but it actually works kind of well, especially for the... Even if you traveled before, I find out if you haven't traveled for... Let's say you haven't gone internationally for a year or something like that. I call it the pre-trip trip. Oh, wow. Um, And I learned this from camping, right? So campers who actually will do a long camping trip what they might do is they go to a local campsite um a couple weeks or a couple like a week or two before they actually go on their real trip and they bring all their gear and then when they're actually out at the campsite they realize all the things they forgot or they might want to have and so turning it into more of an international trip if you have the ability to um, do like an overnight trip somewhere local that is a lot of fun. 
Um, like for example, I've done it where you know it's like oh let's let's just go down to San Diego, which yeah. is like an hour and a half away, and we'll just stay overnight and then realize, geez, we didn't put toothpaste in this, or we forgot <laughs> this, or you know the charger. This we had this charger, but we forgot that charger, right. and it's a real it's a little expensive, but if you're doing like a little bit longer trip, it it really helps. Now, obviously, the world has become more, you know. The world has become much smaller and you can always buy stuff, but it's always nice to know that you have the right things. And then the other part is, geez, I really didn't need that. Mm-hmm. I don't think I'm going to pack the damn thing anymore. You know, I'm not going to pack it. You know, what's the real use for it? So it's the pre-trip trip. Good. I, I know that Um, I think it's you, Kristen, who doesn't like to plan. You just want to get them to show up and enjoy <clears throat> Mostly, yeah. Yeah. How does this sound? Is that something you would do? This pre Yeah, I'd be down with that. I mean, yeah. why not? I've okay. I've definitely been in situations where I see something after the fact, like in a place, and I'm like, oh, if I had known, I would have done that. Okay. Or okay. Like, okay. So I could benefit from being a little bit more proactive with a planning yes but if you know what i tell you what if you travel a lot and this is why i say it's kind of like for a newbie is like if you travel a lot it's just like you know you open up your suitcase and you throw stuff in and you know what you you just done it so often and you travel a lot Mm -hmm. and when i'm like a more consistent traveler but like when it's kind of like when i haven't gone on a trip sometimes it's like an international trip for like a year this is helpful, like, if I haven't gone on an internet. But, like, if I go on a trip, international trip in the last six months, it's not that big of a deal. But, like, for someone who's brand new to traveling internationally, that can be really helpful. Yeah. yeah. Cool. That's fair. Yeah. All right. Well, I mean, kind of along that line. So, I have, over the years of my travel, I have a toiletry bag that... And I guess this is if you're traveling a lot and you don't have to worry like, oh, I haven't used this in a year. Is this still good? Um, I have a toiletry bag that is dedicated to travel. And I have just invested in literally two of everything I could need. So me too. It has its own its own mouthwash, its own um, toothbrush. It has its own nail clippers, tweezers, Band-Aids, hair ties, um, face toner, face wash, <laughs> lotion, I mean, the works. And it, it, it accumulated over time of like being on a trip and be like, shoot, I didn't have tweezers in here. I need to get tweezers to add in here because I couldn't stand trying to remember all those tiny details every time I was going somewhere right. or then being like, if that's your one pair of tweezers and you do take it and then you lose it and then you don't have tweezers anywhere. Um <laughs> Or, or even like I would hate, I still hate doing this with my daughter when we pack. It's like everything's packed, but we're going to have to brush our teeth in the morning. So we're going to need the toothbrush and then remember to pack the toothbrush yeah. after we use it. I hate it. So my favorite thing is when I'm packing, I have this dedicated toiletry bag and it just goes in my bag. I don't have to think about anything with regards to basically like hygiene and some random odds and ends. And I can't even count the amount of times that it's always like my husband being like, do you have nail clippers? Do you have tweezers? Do you have a hair tie? And I'm all like, yep, it's in the toiletry bag. Like, he never remembers all those little details. And I think at this point he's just lazy and doesn't even bother because right. he knows that anything like that you need. Yep. It's there. And it is such a weight off. Like five band-aids and ointment, you know? Do you have like, 
like mm-hmm. um like like medicine like i'll pack yep. alka seltzer like one mm-hmm. or two um right. really stomach stuff because like you don't know when you might eat something or it'll not go the right way and, and it's hard to go find something in the middle of the night do you have yeah, that so i have like the tums i have the yeah. um like whatever generic tylenol i yes. even have like i have like this is so basic but like those rose gold face rollers i even like got a second one of those like to have yeah. in there. so i have all of my creature comforts i don't Good. have to think twice about That's it awesome. yeah. i do that no. you know i as an old guy i'm starting to take medications like exactly. blood pressure medications and stuff like that mm-hmm. and if you if you're anything like me, every once in a while you forget to take your medication. It's like okay, you have to skip a day. I take the one that I skip and I put it into that bag. And oh just, yeah. You, you, you know, I tell you what. Even if it expires, right? It's <laughs> and and you're somewhere and it's like, oh my god, I forgot my medication. Expired medication is still better than no medication. I am not a doctor. I yeah. don't play one on TV. Or I don't on suggest. Or you know. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just a podcaster, but just like I always put the backups, like something yeah. I forgot to take, and I'll put it in there just in case, you know. Yeah. And it saved my butt a couple of times. Of yeah. course, yeah, that's yeah. cool. <clears throat> Great. And and I mean, to be fair, like at the height pre-COVID of traveling, I was coming back from a trip and turning around and going on the next one. And oh. so I this saved so much time. It was also a relief to know all the things that were in there that I had. Yeah. Um, and now, since I definitely travel less frequently, it does occasionally it kind of need to be like, is this some of this stuff so good? Do I need to replace this? But that is so much less effort than every single time you're packing, remembering all those tiny little things. Yeah. I used to have two suitcases packed when I traveled oh that much. So the thing is, because I had to travel so much, I sometimes would come home 24 hours later, I would have to travel somewhere else. Mm-hmm. And so I would literally have two suitcases um and then back then i had to wear suits so like one suitcase would have two suits next suitcase would have two suits i would have underwear in both of them like so the thing is i would come back home and then move the toiletry bag over to the new suitcase and then leave 24 hours later gee that's crazy so i mean i would just you know of course if i had to go three weeks in a row that's a problem but that's what i did sometimes so wow all right. Well, yeah, if you can have a separate dedicated toiletry bag, um, it's saving it's my changing. life. I recommend, yes. That that would be a good holiday gift for people right now. Because oh, yeah. that could be something really cute. And there's all probably like some fun ones at like Marshalls and stuff like that. Yeah. It's a, anyway, <laughs> I'm always looking for like Christmas gifts. Um, Hot salva. Huh? Oh, yeah. We'll I talk about that later. Yeah. <laughs> um. Let's see. Oh, it's me. So... I'm going with money. So it's like, I always recommend thinking about signing up for a credit card that doesn't charge foreign transaction fees. That's like mm-hmm. a really big one for me. Um, and that the credit card has um, hopefully travel insurance. Some do, some don't. I always call and tell my credit card I'm going out of the country. Um, once it happened that they thought it was fraud and they put it on hold and it was chaos. Yeah, so no kidding. I now call them and tell them every time. <laughs> Even well, if I'm buying you the can, tickets. What? You can often do that online as well. Yeah. I do it online with all of mine if you don't want to call. Okay, because my husband likes to call. Um, okay, but yeah. yeah. And then um and then something that I, I would recommend is to have the backup of cash hidden away somewhere in case you need it, because 
here in the States, we use credit cards, but a lot of places outside the U.S., sometimes they don't. They, they just need to have cash. So like, oh, and, you know, get the trans, the, the exchange. I usually do it here versus overseas. Um, and they take a little bit. And then if I need to cash more, then I'll do that. But um, the transaction fees kill you <laughs> or they yeah. hurt more than anything. Mm-hmm. So that's been my experience. Yeah. And I would even like if I was bringing cash or at least if I had like a credit card and a cash, put them in two separate places. Yep. So yep. if your wallet gets stolen, well, you have the other one hidden in your luggage or whatever. Yes. You don't want them on the exactly. same place. You would have, you would have to, you know, just kind of different places. You're right. Because that way if something happens, you're not surprised. Yeah, exactly. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the next one is based off of, I have, traveled enough that i always like at one point every 10th trip i would take during the winter i would get stuck somewhere specifically at chicago o'hare <laughs> so um it always ended up um with united i would be flying back from the east coast flying chicago o'hare and they said it's too snowy to leave or you've arrived too late, we, we're not taking any planes off or whatever, or we've canceled, whatever, whatever. And I always seem to overnight in Chicago. And it's, you know, and back then, or, you know, not too frequently now, but they would give you a hotel room to stay overnight. Yeah. Um, sometimes they still might do that. And when you get there, it's just like, oh, I don't have anything because you only have whatever you brought onto the plane if you're doing um if you check something so nowadays i always roll up one pair of underwear (laughs) and i put it in my uh my laptop bag so there's always one pair of underwear toothbrush my medications and one pair of clean socks and if you have clean socks clean underwear and your teeth are brushed Day old, day old clothes isn't such a big deal. Yeah, you feel okay. <laughs> you feel okay because here's the thing: it's like it's kind of like when you you're in the you're in the hotel, you sleep overnight, you got to get up at seven a.m., you take a shower, and you're just looking at that underwear that you've worn oh for twenty four hours. <laughs> it's just like I Whoa. I really don't want to put those on again. And then and it's the same thing with the socks. You know, you're looking at the stretched out socks and you know they're all pilled right. up. It's just like no, 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 no. One pair of clean socks, one p- pair of clean underwear, your medications, brushing your teeth, you're almost a human again. You know, day-old jeans or day-old suit is okay, but just not underwear and socks. So that's my suggestion is That's so funny. Yes. You mean you you People get stranded more often than you might think. Those are the minimum, bare minimums to... And, and the other thing is, let's say you get stranded the second day. You can always wash your underwear and your socks and stuff like that, and you're still not too bad. It's funny. Um, my mother-in-law has traveled here you know, from Argentina every year that my husband's lived here. And one time, um, she was stopping in Panama. And I don't know why I told her. I said, you know, you should put your underwear and like just a little whatever in your purse just in case something happens. And she looked at me like I was crazy, but she did it. She put her toothbrush, all that stuff. And then on the, on the plane, they talked and they said, does anybody want to stay the night? Cause we need space. And if you do, we'll pay the hotel and give you a tour of the Panama Canal. <laughs> oh, and so oh, that's awesome. I know. She said, what the hell? And so she got out and you know, her, 
her luggage left without her and then she had that but then she she called me and she's like thank god for the underwear (laughs) (laughs) so silly but yes that's exactly it i we still talk about that so you never know hilarious yeah (laughs) oh funny all right i don't know who's next now um so it's me no um and the underwear (laughs) (laughs) so now it's you it's me i still can't believe the amount of people who don't have pre-check tsa (laughs) pre-check i still get pre-check it is worth it. Yes. It will save you so much time, so much anxiety, so much stress, so much everything. Um, traveling is bad enough as it is. Anything you can do to make it more enjoyable, more like mindful, whatever. The pre-check. I'm at the point where I'm like, who doesn't have pre-check? And when I go to the airport, I'm expecting the pre-check line to be longer than the normal line. And it's still not like that's still the line. The normal line goes like out the door. And I'm like, why don't you people have pre-check? Like, obviously, I like not having a long line, but I'm like, how do people not have pre-check yet? What it saves you is priceless. And I would even double down and say global entry is worth yep. it, but that's only if you're traveling internationally. That's obviously. my next one. I, I'm doing it at the beginning of the year. That's one of the things I'm doing next year. Because yeah, I, Actually, Tanya, before you do that, you uh-huh. know how you're talking about getting a points card? Mm-hmm. I already I have that. Okay, because the thing is that certain points card, if you're willing to go up to like their platinum or whatever, yes, and you we, get like an we, annual we're doing fee. that with Citibank um, at American Airlines. Right. So we're, we're doing it at the beginning of the year, so doing all that, and the transaction fees are free. Um, right. And but, you get lounge privileges. So I, I already did all that. <laughs> but some of them, some credit cards like American Express will pay for your pre check. Oh, oh, I don't like American Express. I mean, so, well, just check, the, check yeah. the different credit cards. So, like, my American Express has, so it pays for pre-check, you get the points, you get all those other benefits, but the fact that they pay for my pre-check and all the lounges and stuff like that is really awesome. Yeah, okay. I'm gonna, I might look into that. Yeah, well, your credit card, actually, if it's one of those traveling cards, it actually may pay for the pre-check. I mean, they had to compare, c- compete against other credit yeah, cards. Yeah, I so. would go look, because I, um, anyway, so I'm in love with that, and even if you travel once a year, for God's sake, it's worth it. It is. <laughs> yeah. It is. It's crazy. I was just in Florida last week for work, um, and it was insane. It's like, anyway, that's yeah. another conversation. So that so, was really good. Good. Apparently, tip. not everybody knows about this or wants it. So here's my tip to you. Get pre-check. Yeah, pre-check <laughs> is awesome. Yes. Yeah. Um, let's see. And I guess sort of on that end is um, I uh, really suggest, recommend making a digital copy of your passport and your travel details before mm-hmm. you leave. Um, and then print it, which nobody prints anything, but print it so you have it. Then you have to hide it because, you know, who wants to, no one wants to get a hold of it. You don't want someone to get a hold of your passport, but have it. And then I email it to myself and then I yep. send it and I give it to someone else in case I disappear in this world. They know where to find me or where I am. Um, so those are things I do uh, kind of automatically. And I have lost my passport and was able to recover because I had a copy. Wow. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll also 
you know, you're supposed to, in some countries, you're supposed to carry your passport with you at all times. And I mm-hmm. think that's a great way to have it lost. So yeah. I'll actually, <laughs> I'll leave the passport and all the extra credit cards, all those types of things locked up in the hotel the safe. And I'll take the copy with me. Yes. So at the very worst, if for some reason the police stop me, it's like, look, this is why I have. It's a copy. If you yeah. want to go see the original, Let's you take, me back, take me, take yeah. me back to my hotel, you know, and then we'll go look for it in my hotel safe, you know, and then I'll keep my like driver's license with me, you know, my U.S. driver's license to prove it's me. But yeah. those things I'll like, keep in the safe. Yeah. Very good. Okay, so we're all doing the same stuff. Wonderful. But if you're new to travel, you may not think of these things. So this is good. Exactly. Well, even if you've traveled, some people don't do it. So. Yeah. Um, my next one is I've experienced this multiple times. Of <laughs> is where the weather turns. No. Oh. And so lots of as we know, you know, uh, forecasters, you know, like newscasters who are, you know, weathermen. Um, the other word for uh, a weatherman is liar. Weather person. <laughs> <laughs> weather person. <laughs> is 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 because the thing honestly they 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 can forecast to a certain degree but they really don't they don't know anything beyond four or five days out it's just impossible and i've gone places where i'm expecting bright sun the whole time you know like you're traveling out you check you check the forecast and it's supposed to be bright sun the whole time you're there for two weeks and then like halfway there it starts to get really freezing cold uh-huh. so I always suggest if you're going somewhere, bring one set of clothes and hopefully you can layer it or whatever that is designed for the weather that you don't expect. So if you're going to go to the beach and you know it's going to be really, really nice, bring one pair of jeans and then maybe one long sleeve t-shirt that you can layer or like a light jacket or something like that just in case the weather turns. On the other hand, if you're going somewhere really, really warm, um, bring one pair of shorts and sleep in them or something like that, and one T-shirt, you know, like a short sleeve T-shirt, on that weird chance that actually you might have really good weather. And it actually happened to me and my family. One year we went to Philadelphia during the winter, and we were expecting snow, and they had like a heat wave. And so we are the ones in like all the winter clothes running around Philadelphia um, in like something like 70 to 80 degree weather. So bring one set clothes that is designed for the weather you don't expect. Uh, But what if I have problems packing as it is? (laughs) Yeah, that's true. Well, like it's hard to fit the clothes I need, let alone clothes I don't. You can always buy. I guess you can, I mean, I guess the other part is you can always, wherever you're at, you can always buy it. But, and, and actually I've done that before where like I got all these t-shirts from like long sleeve t-shirt from Carmel, California. Why? I was expecting it to be warm and it was freezing cold. So I had to buy a long sleeve t-shirt. And so it came, so I have this Carmel t-shirt and it's like, why do I have this? (laughs) I don't even like this, but it was the cheapest t-shirt. That I could find <laughs> at the time. So I just went, like I said, I went to Florida. And when I left here, it was cold. So I have like this shawl that is really warm. Um, but I needed it just like from here to the car, just in case the airplane was cold, all that kind of stuff. Right. But right. what am I going to do with this heavy shawl? 
in Florida. So what I ended up doing is um, I used it on the plane for like a pillow and back. I put it on the bottom of my big purse and then put stuff on top. I, you know, scrunched it. Um, you know, there's also those bags or those, um, I can't remember, those jackets you could almost put in a little, little tiny bag. They just couldn't, I can't remember what those are called. Um, Kulo? Remember those that they, I can't remember. Anyway, there's some that can become compact and you can take those. So there's some kind of uh, reduced size things that you can look into. But I hear you. Packing is, is another huge thing. Yeah. I actually will carry a schmega, which is like a Middle Eastern scarf. Oh, oh yeah. And they can be rolled up to something roughly the size of a soda can. And I keep that on my carry-on. With my laptop, because it's nice, you know, like if it actually will make a big difference to keep me warm, like especially if you're in the plane, you're in plane, you're cold, you pull it out is it helps a lot. Cold weather, it helps a lot. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Those are good ideas. Hold on. Now I lost what I was going to say. All right. It's me. No, No, it's me. Okay, go. (laughs) (laughs) Isn't that three? No, how many do you guys have? You you just did your third, but we've only done two. Oh, oh okay, okay. I have so many more. I have one um, more I really want to talk about. So, <laughs> okay, good. We'll we'll finish on a strong note because mine is just whatever. <laughs> but you know, these days you have to tag your own luggage. Um, it wasn't that long ago in my day where they would do it for you, but now you have to do it yourself. And I don't know if people don't know or don't care, but it gives me a lot of anxiety to watch other people who don't utilize the extra tiny barcodes that print for your tagging. So when they print your luggage, you get like your bag tag, right? Mm -hmm. You put it on the bag and then you get the little tracking one. So you peel that off. There are additional like one inch stickers a few of them the little tiny ones that you're also are supposed to stick directly on the bag in case for some reason the bag tag comes off oh yeah 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 so i utilize those i use i think they give you two and you put them like somewhere on the bag on the back on the top or the front in different places so if your bag tag comes off they can still attribute that bag to you it's still linked to you yes chances of the bag tags coming off are small they usually are pretty good they seem really sturdy but i never know know people who have been saved by those so it's stressful enough not losing your bag so make sure you use those now I want to make a QR code. Yeah, right. And like just permanently tape it to my like bag. Well, I guess that people do like the air tags and stuff, but <clears throat> Yeah. Um, yeah. When people don't utilize those, I'm like, oof, if your bag tag comes off, you're gonna have to like fight to find your bag or to convince someone it's yours or whatever else. So use you, those. You, when you travel for work, do you check in your bags, Kristen? It depends. Depends on where you're going and what you're taking. Yeah. I mean, I like to because I don't like having to lug my luggage around. Yeah, um, yeah. I know. It's like one or the other. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, I hear you. Yeah, it depends what you want to deal with that day. Um, yeah, but yeah. a lot of times, especially traveling for work, because I am I have a lot of work stuff, like the swags and the, yeah. like, oh, the yeah. table presentations, I do just check them. Yeah, yeah. That is very, yeah. Um, All right. Okay. So um, I have two, so I'm going to tell you one. 
respect the country's customs. So a lot of the people will travel and forget they're in someone else's country. You are um, a guest. I don't care where your passport is, how strong you think your passport is, that you're going to be saved. Mm-hmm. You still need to be respectful. <laughs> yes. So, and, and then I tell people, be prepared for culture shock. Even if you're, you've studied it and you've researched it, you know, it's going to, you're going to have a little culture shock. Um, and for like people to be patient on like buses and trains may not always run on time. Um, it's kind of like you're in another place. Let's just chill and remember it's part of traveling and that, that a smile, you know, or, or positive thought goes a really long way all over the world. So I think that's one of the things. Sometimes I see tourists being so rude and, and um, like like they think they, they deserve, you know, whatever. So that always turns me off. Um, so that's a big one for me. Same. And I have a closer one. Always yeah. have tissue paper and hand sanitizer. <laughs> there have been many times when you go overseas that there are, that I've gone, there is no toilet paper. So there's always has to be something tissue just in case. And That's sometimes there isn't. So, <laughs> so those are two things I never, they're always in my purse, no matter what. Yeah. So that's how we ended. So there was a show about underwear and tissue paper today. <laughs> Well, good. It was all relevant information. <laughs> hey, Kristen, we should do. Do you want to go into Hudsalva? <gasps> yes, I only know of it because of you. It's your thing. You. I don't you know anything about what you're talking. Yeah, well, I'm gonna. I gave I it to, to Kristen, but I'm gonna let her explain it because now she's experienced it. I want to hear her. Tell experience. me how you spell it, please. H u d s a l v a. I think. Okay. All right, go for it, Kristen. Uh, the short answer is it's basically like an all-purpose, all-terrain chapstick. <laughs> and it's big. It's huge. It's like what would you liken it to? It's like a about. It's like chap. It's like chapstick, but the size of maybe sidewalk chalk as a kid. Yes, like oh, the big sidewalk chalks, okay. but like three inches long. Okay. And it, it is like a chapstick tube and it is like a, a kind of like a salve, like a chapstick, but you can use it for anything and everything. Like and I keep that in my chapstick? travel bag. So if you got dry hands, uh-huh. you can put it on the back of your hand like a, like a lotion. Uh-huh. Um, it can be used like this sounds crazy but the th- it was actually designed for like the swedish military and oh. or if for some reason there's like a squeaky lock you can like scrape a little bit of it and like put it into a lock i mean like a like a hinge or something like that and it will act like a oil um it could be used on your face it could be I, like if you have a little cut you can put it over a cut and it will help it heal mm-hmm. how else do you use it Kristen? I mean, I have very sensitive skin, um, so I get a lot of eczema. So, like, I can use it as, like, salve even on my joints, like, in the inside of my elbows, um, on my face, things like that. It, like, helps. Um, Because I don't think (laughs) a lot of my chapstick is, like, scented and, like, tinted, so I'm not going to rub that on my cheek, you know? Right. (laughs) Um, Use it for that. How did you come to find it? Um, Like, who found it? Was it? Was it? I, I found then? it. You, okay. You know what? Huh? It actually came... Okay, so there's this thing for... It's a guy thing, right? And there's something called EDC. 
an EDC, not electric daisy car. Yeah, I was like, oh, okay. Where um, are we going with this? It stands for uh, everyday carry. So, um, oh. and it's kind of like the Boy Scout thing. What do you carry every day that will help you get through the whole day? And so, like, as a guy, this might be like a pocket knife, like a flashlight. Um, a little pry bar or like a multi-tool or something like that. And Hudsalva came up. Oh. And I'm like, what the heck is this stuff? And they used it for the Swedish military, I think. Um, but you can use it to like like condition leather. It, it's actually, I think it's peanut based. Oh. So even the military, apparently, like if they don't have frying oil, you could take it, you coat the pan with it and you could cook your steak in it. That's crazy. You know, it can oh, yeah, use that. Yeah, like if you're ch- you got like a chafe somewhere, you can use it as a chafe. It could be actually, you can hollow out the center and put like a piece of uh, wick in it, and you can use it as like a. If you had to, you could use it like as a candle. Interesting. Um, That's um, really yeah. Yeah, people will actually rub it in their hands and put it in their hair and use it like as a pomade. <laughs> so it, it's it's kind of it's, it's like a it's, magic. Yeah, it's yeah. it's this kind of strange one for, and then I bought it and I threw it in my bag, and it's like this is magical. If you if when you if you need it, it's magical, you know. And it's so like you can't, you know, it, it's very small, so you can carry it onto the plane. It's a solid; they don't really care about it. It's not a liquid, so it, it's like having a all those different things. But I usually use it mostly as a lotion. Interesting. That's good to know. I've never heard of it. Yeah, it's it's worth it. So there's another tip. Yep. Very and, cool. And on, that, on that note, thanks for tuning in to our nine travel tips plus hub solve for newbies. <laughs> <laughs> we hope that you guys had as much fun as we did. What do you think? Contact us on our social media channels where you can find photos of our adventures from around the world, interesting articles, and more. And also, if you're newer to our podcast, check out some of our older destination ones on like Toronto, Portugal, Barcelona, and Copenhagen, just to name a few. Mias in Paris is the University of California, Irvine, Division of Continuing Education Production. If you need a career boost, looking to increase your workplace knowledge, or seeking a new profession, check them out at ce.uci.edu their courses. Thanks again for tuning in. Bye. 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 Bye.